Welcome to another edition of Capital Cast. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Our guest this week, Editor-in-Chief of Capital News Illinois, Jerry Nowicki. Jerry, thanks for joining us. Yeah, happy to be here. Hopefully, I think it's a little warmer in your neck of the woods than it is uh, as you get further up north. Just a touch, and we're thankful for that, for sure. Uh, the wait is almost over. The Illinois lawmakers return to the Capitol on January 16th to begin their spring 2024 session. Everybody always has this question at the beginning of session. Well, what can we expect? And, you know, folks like us say, well, we know there will be this and we know there will be that. Let's start with the big issue that's always in front of lawmakers, and that's the budget for the coming fiscal year. How do things look so far? Yeah, well, it's it's one of those years where we have the primaries in March, every representative in the General Assembly is up. So you're not going to see anything too controversial happening prior to, you know, um, that primary date. So I think as, as far as the budget goes, it's um, we'll hear a lot from the governor next month for the budget address. You know, this week probably going to be pretty slow. Lawmakers will just be reacquainting each other. There'll be a lot of uh, good feeling there. I think the animosity usually shows up closer to May when everybody's tired and they're getting through to uh, the final days and they're jamming through some late amendments here or there to budgets and whatnot. But um, the the sort of financial landscape right now is, and we've talked about this before, is surplus for this year is expected about uh, maybe $1.4 billion, which is certainly substantial. But then, you know, we might be facing a deficit in the upcoming fiscal year where they'll, they're will they building the budget, um, maybe about $891 million, according to the, uh, this, the uh, November uh, estimate from the Governor's Office of Management and Budget. So it's sort of towing that line between, uh, oh, maybe spending down excess revenues this year with sort of building that bank account for the next year if if revenues don't continue to produce at the uh, level that they are this year. The budget will continue to simmer until the very end of May, as it always does, but that budget informs a lot of other issues and programs that lawmakers will address. A lot of those, too, rolling over from veto session. So if things didn't get finished in veto session, some of them may come up here in the spring. That includes um, Chicago's elected school board. There was a bill called Karina's Bill, I know. Uh, There was talk about Invest in Kids, which was that scholarship donation program, a tax credit for people who donated to uh, private and parochial schools. And there was an expiration date on that invest in kids. Do you think that educational issues like that will come up? You mentioned the primary and education can be controversial. Yeah, it feels like you're not going to see anything on the invest in kids, certainly before March. It feels like maybe that program is now just a thing of the past. We'll see if there's some way to revive it, but I don't know. There, there wasn't the appetite in the veto session. There certainly doesn't seem to be an appetite now. Um, so it, it, it just, that you know, I don't know that that's going to go anywhere. I think one of the major things for education will be is if you have this projected deficit, it'll be whether lawmakers are allocating that extra $350 million to the K-12 funding formula um, that that the formula which passed in 20, uh, oh geez, I don't remember now, but it's, I think it's been 
2017 when that passed uh that um it's it's called for 350 million dollars new every year i think the only year that didn't occur was the pandemic year when everything sort of froze um so you know deficit will the lawmakers just say okay we're working pretty good at this funding formula uh we're gonna hold it steady for a year or we're gonna give that extra 350 million i would guess that pritzker is going to propose adding that 350 million in his budget address he's been very staunchly um dedicated to that but he's also dedicated to balanced budgets so um that's i think as a, as far as education goes that's going to be a key thing to watch next month you're based in springfield i'm based in the carbondale area and we see headlines about this elected chicago school board and that the legislature needs to approve the the format and the and the framework for this to happen i hear a lot of people saying well why should i care about that why is this such a big deal well, I think there's the, just the, it's the largest school district, you know, in the state. Um, it receives funds from that formula. So the state is kicking money towards it. Uh, as far as the downstate voters, you know, it is it is hard to uh, pay attention to something. But I think, you know, our Chicago Bureau could probably answer it better than I can. But I think, you know, one of the precedents we'll have to watch for is as far as the elected goes, is there going to be some sort of trailer bill that uh, talks about paying these individuals? And what sort of precedent is that for what's historically been a volunteer position? Yeah, I think that's what you watch there. But uh, as far as the school board goes um they just have some things to iron out uh from the from the initial bill there were some contradictions in language and some fights between the senate and the house and the uh, chicago teachers unions involved and it's just that type of interesting political power um story that's most fascinating about that i think what about on the national level? Since there is a presidential election this year, there's going to be a lot of talk about issues that reach national attention. So do you think there will be changes to public safety, to gun laws, to abortion protections here in the state of Illinois, those sorts of things? You know, we've seen a lot of that in recent years. So any, you know, additions to it, I think, would certainly have the elections in mind. I think one of the things that has been widely discussed in these circles is a constitutional amendment protecting abortion rights. Uh, now, that'd be up to lawmakers to put that on the ballot for voters uh, in the election. Um I haven't seen any proposals on that yet, but it's always sort of been... Uh, topic of discussion. And I don't, I really don't know what to expect there. Another issue that's going to take up state funding, if we get back to this, you know, everything comes back to the budget, um, is funding for support for uh, migrants, undocumented people who are being bused into Illinois from border states. Uh, they need support, but there's not a lot of money available to to take care of them. How might that play out? Right. So these are individuals probably uh, in most circumstances here Illinois, in uh, the U.S. seeking asylum. So it's it's not um, necessarily, you know, that they're like here illegally uh, seeking these things. It's just that they're arriving in Chicago. They may be put on a bus in a border state, put on a plane in a border state, not really know where they're going. 
They show up in Chicago, have nowhere to go. It's cold now. Uh, there's snow everywhere. Uh, these people, it's, you know, the governor's called it a humanitarian crisis. There's a probably said to say a good chance that these people experience death or serious illness, serious medical conditions if they don't have anywhere to go. So it's a matter of the um, emergency housing first and foremost, but then there's other types of services the state can offer to try to get them out of emergency houses. Um, you know, uh, the the employment thing is, is a challenge on the federal level, whether they're getting able to get their work visas more quickly. I think that's something the governor would like, but, you know, back to the state side of things, the state has kicked $160 million. Oh, I think it might've been in September when they announced that. Um, and what they did was they sort of moved money from certain pots of the Department of Human Services budget to this area of migrant response. So what now the governor says lawmakers will have to do is move another, you know, equal amount to those programs where the money has been allocated from to pay for this. So he says lawmakers really need to consider a supplemental budget to at least backfill that. Will there be additional funding directly allocated for the migrant um, issue? Uh, it's that's certainly the question. You know, I, I I think the governor seems to be indicating that more is going to be needed. I think the city of Chicago is asking more from the state. Everyone's asking more from the federal government, but in the absence of that, it's up to these local jurisdictions to uh, sort of fill the gaps. Yeah, you mentioned wanting more from the federal government, and this is an issue on the national stage. But with the elections coming, will it be the issue? Is it enough? Is it a, a big enough issue that the federal government may be forced to act in order to appease voters that they'd hope to get in November? Well, I mean, I don't. We have seen a U.S. House that was unable to choose a leader for several months. So I like I don't think Pritzker, I don't think. Um, Mayor Johnson in Chicago are banking on federal help. So, um, you know, it's 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 a challenging situation for everyone involved. Um, and, you know, I think there's there we're, we'll we'll see it discussed in the General Assembly, whether it'll occur before those primaries is the real question. And, and do they have time to wait until after the primaries? I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. Sure. So looking into that crystal ball, there's always something kind of strange or kind of unexpected that comes out in every session. Any ideas on your own about what that might look like? Do we start talking about uh, the bears moving into suburban Chicago again? Or or is there something else that, you know, kind of grabs the headlines, you know, without people realizing it's coming? Oh, uh, there could be discussion on the bears. I don't think there's going to be any state funding allocated in that area. I think there's we've just seen a general reluctance there by just about everyone. I don't think anyone's lined up for the bears. But, you know, I'm always surprised by something at the end of the legislative session. And I fully expect to be surprised at the end of this one. But if I knew what would surprise me? I guess I would, it wouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> yep, that's the truth. Uh, the lawmakers come back January 16th. Capital News Illinois will be covering days of session and beyond. Jerry Nowicki is the editor-in-chief for Capital News Illinois. Jerry, thanks so much. Yeah, thanks.
And that's it for this edition of Capital Cast. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Capital News Illinois is a nonprofit, nonpartisan news service funded in large part by the Illinois Press Foundation and the Robert R. McCormick Foundation. Additional support comes from the Illinois Broadcasters Foundation and the Southern Illinois Editorial Association. Mm-hmm.